Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. We partner with JNTEL, a nonprofit organization that provides educational programs to promote emotional and mental health while building our identity in Christ. In this podcast series, you will learn about me, Kimir Baker, the CEO and founder of JNTEL, and other life changers. We inspire, equip, and support you along your journeys. By the renewal of our minds, we overcome life challenges. We renew and rise up. All right, now, thank you for coming back, listening to us. If you were with us last week, we started a great conversation with Sindhu about our brain, limited beliefs, patterns, and getting stuck and getting unstuck. And of course, I've asked Sindhu back so we can continue this wonderful conversation. Sindhu, please reintroduce yourself to our audience. I have been working in different capacities as a counselor for the past 12 years. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Just so people (laughs) can be caught up to all that wonderful information about Sindhu. Because as she's sharing all this great information, I just want you guys to know that she's not making it up. She has experience in it, and she's been encouraging people in their journeys and helping them to get to that next level in their lives and understanding who they are. And picking up from where we left off, I was left with, are you saying that we all have a false belief system? Well, what I would say, Kamir, is that we all have a belief system. We all have a personal belief system. And some of those beliefs are healthy. They promote healing. They're positive. But then we also, all of us as humans, imperfect as we are, and since we are always growing and learning, we also do have false beliefs or limited beliefs within our own personal belief system. Yeah. And and I know in our interview last week, you went into more detail what that belief system looks like. And so, yes. so as we move forward, you know, we, we talked about how our experiences kind of shape the way that we think and reinforce. And, and we're also talking about how our brain functions in that reinforcement and how it creates that, that new identity in, within that. And so within that, so, so we know how it gets started, but how do we get to a place where we start to break these things down? to help us move more towards a positive belief system? Yes, such a powerful question. And I have been thinking about that, Kamir. Where do we start? Where do we go? How can we transform or replace these limited beliefs with healthy, true beliefs? And the more I thought about it, I I thought that, you know, we need to go to the beginning and where these beliefs are actually formed and shaped. And for many of us, those are certain wounded areas in our lives, certain hurts that have been inflicted upon us either by words spoken over us or by certain situations or traumatic events that have taken place. And and that's the birthplace of these limited beliefs. And I am convinced that in order to really root out 
a limited belief. We need to go and address the wound behind that belief Hmm. and allow for healing to start. Otherwise, you can look into the mirror and say 10 positive statements about yourself every morning religiously Hmm. and still not believe a word of it. Hmm. And when you're faced with the world and with uh, relationships, you're going to slip back into those old limited beliefs. And those five minutes in front of the mirror are going to have very little effect or impact on the course of your life. Hmm. So again, going back to the root, going back to the birthplace of that limited belief, which is, you know, for many of us, a very raw, very intimidating, vulnerable place. Hmm. But if you are able to go back there to find some healing, that I think would be the starting place for a shift, for a change. Yeah. And I I really do appreciate you sharing that. And that's something that we talk numerously on this show about is, you know, the tendency is to just stuff it, ignore it. And I, I even a week ago, I was talking about my natural tendency is just to shut down and say, I'm not dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate you sharing that because you revealed that not dealing with it actually makes it linger longer. Yes. And in that lingering, you're reinforcing those false beliefs that those negative ideas about yourself to the point that you can't just say, I'm good. Are you ready to shed relationship baggage? Want to feel empowered to create the lifestyle you want? Join us for our Living Free to Be Me program. Our program offers a holistic curriculum with interactive resources to help you experience freedom, heal your heart, and receive closure from past hurts. We have a new guided seven-week session opening up. Join us virtually on Tuesdays, May the 2nd through June the 13th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Central Time. When you sign up, You are not only investing in yourself, but you will receive tools for a lifetime. Go to jintel.org forward slash living dash free to learn more and to sign up for transformative growth. So within that, you know, in terms of the positive reinforcement, uh, in terms of getting to the root and, Mm -hmm. and I, and I will add, and I think you've already shared it, that getting to the root also means not being afraid to give those things to God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody wise told me that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so what are some other elements that we can do to retrain our brain and replace that with those new truths? Okay. Well, I am going to switch gears just a wee bit, and I hope it will make sense at one point. But the thing is that what we feed our brain really has an impact on healing our brain. We feed our body all the time, right? And at some point, it begins to really show whether we are treating our body respectfully, feeding it well, taking care of it well. And so it is with the brain. So I'm going to start at a very practical place, Kamir, and say, eat healthy. And when I say eat healthy, I'm talking about literally 
the food that you put in your body powers your brain engine. Mm -hmm. So while we are trying to heal emotionally, Mm -hmm. if you are physically, your brain is feeling foggy and there is a lack of clarity, your journey or your challenge is going to be a lot harder. Mm -hmm. So to get really practical here, I would say don't forget the simple things like how you feed your body and staying clean and healthy in your eating, making sure that your body is exercised and your brain is exercised, reading, playing puzzles and games, having interesting conversations, being involved in hobbies that are challenging and exciting. Like it's easy for me to plop myself in front of a TV show and watch rerun after rerun. But what if I decided to take out a puzzle or try to learn a new language or try to crochet? And you might ask me, Sindhu, what in the world does that have to do with me and my brain and healing my brain? Hmm. Well, <laughs> it goes back to the neuroplasticity. And your brain has the ability to change. And so while it has been one way for many years in survival mode, now it's like you're, you know, kind of dusting off the cobwebs and giving it a boost. Mm. That would be some very, very, oh, I cannot forget sleep. So important. So very important. I believe that the Bible has so much to say about our need for rest mm-hmm. and our brain needs to re- reset and recharge. One final practical tip would be watch how much screen time you get in a day. Mm-hmm. Try to try to do other things other than sit in front of a screen. And especially if that's what you do for work, Mm -hmm. make sure that your body and your brain are exercised and fed and rested as well. And I I do appreciate you sharing these items. And if you guys had heard her first interview back in October, when we were talking about fighting joy in adversity, these are the same items that you expressed then. Mm-hmm. And so I'm bringing that up because we all know that when things are on repeat, that means it's important. And usually we have a hard time doing it. And that's why it's on repeat. Yeah, come here. These are the basic building blocks, you know, and we take it for granted. There's another thing that we take for granted that is so healthy for our brains. Do you know what that is? I was going to say water. Exactly. Water is a great one. I didn't even think of that was not the one I had in mind. The one I had in mind was oxygen. Oh. Just do you know when you are breathing deeply, but Mm -hmm. in a relaxed way, Mm -hmm. not in a panicky way, but in a relaxed way, deep breaths, you're actually feeding your brain and your brain cells and, and the cells of your body. You're just feeding it. Very often when we're in survival mode, mm-hmm. we're actually not breathing. Our bodies are tense, you know, and we're kind of gritting our teeth. Our muscles are all kind of stiff. And then great point about the water. Mm-hmm. I recently read that a ridiculous amount of our body 
is made up of water. And I don't mm-hmm. remember the, the percentage off the top of my head, but are we drinking enough of water a day? Right. So they are so simple, and that's why it's easy to take them for granted, yeah. ignore them. Uh, I would say this is the foundation, and you cannot build a healthy mindset on a sandy, loose foundation. This is the, the foundation for all of it. Yeah. And I appreciate you sharing that as well, because one of the things that I was thinking about is even though you shared this in terms of working through adversity and and now as this foundational point, but I, I want to bring to light that these elements are not just an overall health piece, you know, just, you know, to be healthy, but it is shaping our brain in a healthy manner. It is yes. part of that healing journey mm-hmm. in our brain as well. And again, so many times we don't attach the brain piece to it because mm-hmm. we're so used to hearing all of these elements in terms of just be healthy. Right. But now it's like, yeah, it's more than just be healthy. It's giving you the opportunity to move beyond all that negative criticism that you have of yourself and that it is giving your body, your brain the opportunity to heal itself. And so I, I do find that to be so profound. Yes. To heal itself, to nourish itself, that there's so much research and material out there. I challenge our listeners to go and honestly, this is not rocket science. We all know okay. that rainbow colored vegetables and leafy greens and sunshine, vitamin D, water, rest. But the question is, when it comes to application, why is it so hard? It is. It is. It's kind of a vicious cycle. It is. Because, you know, when we're so stuck in a rut of limited beliefs, I can never be healthy. Mm. Well, there you go. You've shot yourself in the leg before you could get up and reach for a glass of water. Mm -hmm. So, At some point, you are going to have to challenge that limited belief and say, well, what is one thing I can do Mm. to make this different, to make this better? And honestly, for me, Kamir, it was at one point in my life, it was exactly what you said. Learning to drink more water has helped overall stamina for the day. My resolve that this day will not get the better of me that going to fight and not simply survive, but thrive. And, and as you say that, because we're, we're kind of already talking about what to expect when we take this journey, which is we know it's hard. Mm-hmm. But what are some other things that we can be mindful of that while we're on this journey so that we can hopefully get to a place where we can push through that it's going to be hard? What are some other things to expect in this process of being or or working towards this positive belief system and, and giving our brain and our bodies what it needs to heal? I would say forget about doing it alone. Just forget about it. We were created for community. Mm -hmm. And so going back to addressing wounds and words Mm -hmm. that caused these limited beliefs in the first place or the healing of those wounds and those hurtful words 
we could try to do it on our own, but chances are that that would have worked. It would have worked already. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why we're still there is is because there has not been any success in trying to do it alone. And that's why I said, find people who are safe, mm-hmm. find people who can look past the, I am fine, I'm great. And they can look past that and just love all of you, love you anyway and support you and lovingly challenge you where you have bought in hook, line, and sinker to those limited beliefs and are willing to pray with you and speak God's word over you. So again, don't go at this alone. I firmly believe that it could be more defeating. Mm. Another option, Kamir, is to find a counselor, a licensed counselor. Mm -hmm. That is also a great option. I love what I do, especially when I'm talking to a believer, because Mm -hmm. I have the opportunity to just pour God's care and God's truth and God's wisdom Mm -hmm. into their lives and just be a cheerleader, celebrate their successes and just journey with them. That would be another option. I guess the last that I would say, last but not least, is go pick up your Bible, read it, chew on it, marinate marinate on it, let it become life in you. Because Mm. somebody called it owner's manual. This was written uh, for us and about us. And it's the place to go to, to know who you truly are and help you to lead a, a, a life that is healthy and alive. And I, and I definitely appreciate those elements because as you were talking about the community, getting more help and God's word, you know, all those things can be applied to all circumstances in our lives mm-hmm. and keeping us on that path of, of thriving and, and not just in the sense of allowing our brains to recover. So, so I do appreciate Hearing that again, because again, repeat those wonders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it gives us the opportunity to allow it to take anchor and root in our being. And, and I would like to add, too, if I'm not mistaken, that those items are also imperative to keep us going on this journey. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because I do have those moments where I just like I can't do it no more and I want to give up. And that's when it's so powerful to have a brother or a sister say, you're not alone. You can do yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I do want to touch just a little bit on in this moments of trying to work through the whole it's hard persona and, and, and have the right support system in place. I do want to kind of bring to attention as well, because this too has been something very prevalent in my life. And that is when I'm on this journey and I'm actually doing well, that sometimes I'm going to have obstacles that want to pull me back. That's exactly when you know that you're doing something right. (laughs) You know, the enemy will leave you alone so long as you are in your cycle of defeat, in your survival mode, And you are just trudging along, just completely not living fully and enjoying the freedom that Christ died to give you. And so 
if you do face obstacles and challenges, you know, tell yourself, well, I must be doing something right. Mm. If it's too easy, you got to think about <laughs> that the scripture in, in the gospels that say that the wide road that leads to hell is right. very wide and very comfortable. But the path that Jesus has for us is kind of narrow, but that's the path that leads to life. Yeah. So there may be discomfort, there may be challenges, there may be obstacles, and maybe that's a good time to look up and ask yourself, okay, am I doing what I should be doing? And if the answer is yes, then hallelujah, keep plodding on because you are not alone. You know, just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's necessarily wrong. And and I do appreciate you sharing that because so many times when those obstacles hit, we, we I know in the past for me, I'll be like, well, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be trying to do this because if it, if, if it was, then it'll be easier. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, Kamir. I mean, I, I do understand that, again, there is a grain of truth to that. If that were the case, then I don't know. Before a baby is born, there is a whole lot of pain. Uh. So <laughs> now, if we want this beautiful new beginning of life, mm-hmm. but then we don't want the pain, right? Mm. Then, then how do we come to this point of just enjoying this if we are not willing to walk through, in a sense, what people have described and women have described as a sort of a death? So it does remind me of that verse that says that we need to be like seeds that fall to the ground and die, dying to our old lives, our old ways of thinking. Mm. And then we have a new life in in mm. Christ. So before life comes death, but it's not a bad death. It's the death of old ways of living and thinking and believing that's very often rooted in falsehood. That's very often harmful to us as children of God. And within that, you always have great things, and you, you really do. <laughs> and, and within that, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to add anything to that. I think that's a great place to end w- within this conversation is that, you know, there's things that we will die to and in, in that that false belief system. That's one of those things that's in that path. But mm-hmm. but the excitement is the new life that we're able to embrace and take mm-hmm. on in those positive beliefs and, and, and not being limited by that old way that's just you know, taking us down. Yes. So, so I I do appreciate that. And I appreciate everything that you've shared in in both of our interviews and and Mm -hmm. just getting us to understand a little bit more about how that belief system starts. And, and hopefully too, you guys have heard a, uh, we all in the same boat. (laughs) (laughs) So, So to not be ashamed by it, but, but knowing that, that we have, tools that can get us to that next place where we are embracing that abundancy that God has for us. Absolutely, Kamir. And just, I guess, if I could have one final thought, your mind, don't forget, your mind is a battlefield. Yeah. And battlefields are not 
clean and everything wrapped up in a neat bow. It's it's messy. You fight some, you lose some, but that's where your mind is where battles are fought. Mm-hmm. But again, to reiterate, there is hope mm-hmm. and there is a victory mm-hmm. that has already been won. And God has prepared and made available so much so that we can find healing. Mm even when we have had defeat Mm. in the past. Yes. Mm. All right. She done said it. Thank you guys for listening with us. Come back next week as we put all this great information and some tools and tips for you. Until then, enjoy the rest of your week. Mm